Want to go along for my intro flight to the Cabri with Chris Hauser? Day 281, let's go. Backstory, heading over to Fort Wayne to fly with Chris. Chris did his private commercial CFI with me years ago. Now he's teaching in the Cabri G2 and he's got a lot of experience and has some specialized training in him. I've never flown one, heard good things about him. Fully articulated system, so I think that's probably good. And I've heard people complain about some squishy pedals. So that will be interesting to see. We did talk to a couple instructors from Precision Helicopters last year at Heli Expo. I'll put a link up here if you want to check that out. But we had an in-depth interview with those guys and they talked highly of it and talked about the specifics of the G2. So just real quick before I get there, Chris been flying him a while. We're just going to go out and have some fun. And there we are. You know it's kind of fun just getting here. It does kind of remind you of the student days. And for all those of you that are you know, chasing the dream to do it full time. It is cool when you get to do it full time, but you know, you look back on your training days as being kind of fun too, even though there's some struggles here and there, right? It's still pretty darn fun to uh, feel kind of like a student again, you know? It's kind of fun. I always try to stay a little ways away just because I look less old and stupid the further away I am. Well, you got to get it to the ladies now. There you go. We're rolling. <laughs> so we are having fun. Most of you know Chris Hauser. Some of you don't. If you don't, this is Chris Hauser. He's a CFI 2. He is currently teaching at Sweet Aviation in the Cabri along with everything else that he's doing. He's doing some other flying in some other aircraft. And I come up today just to do uh, get my intro to the G2. And Chris already gave me the rundown, showed me all the things that are specific to it that I may not know anything about since I've never flown one. And it's actually kind of impressive. I get why, I get why people are liking them. So I'm gonna let Chris just kind of give you and give me again what I should expect as a guy coming from counterclockwise systems. I've never flown a clockwise system and I've never been in a G2. So what do I need to expect my first time going out? And I won't steal I get the mic this. away this time. <laughs> I get to hold the mic. Uh, yeah, so I was kind of surprised that uh, no clockwise rotation system for nope. you, huh? Um, so the biggest thing for this aircraft, and I have found for uh, most clockwise, is the right pedal. You, a lot of right pedal. And it has to deal with that Finistron tail system. Um, you will see that when we pick it up to a hover, that the offset is... It's, it's crazy. I don't even know how to really explain it. It's uh, so I'm going up and I'm gonna be pushing opposite of what you're, I You know what? When we start off, and I don't know how, how I can demonstrate this, when we start off, before we even pick up, you're gonna have about three inches to four inches of right input okay. before we even come off the ground. Okay. And that's and that's just to get us to, you know, to the two-step process. You know, we're gonna get light on the skids, and when we get light on the skids, then you can adjust from there. But to even start off, you're gonna your offset is gonna be a, a pretty good amount. Okay. Um, and they have found that the crashes that have occurred in this aircraft um, have primarily been pilot error, and that and they have contributed to lack of right pedal input. Okay. So 
They say that this aircraft will come out of a left spin as long as you get the right full right pedal in there. The tail rotor authority is there to get you out of it, but you have to apply it. You've got sure. to get it in. Um, very when the designer of this is the same designer that designed the 120s, the 130s. Um, so he has taken safety features and applied it to this aircraft. Um, many, many uh, safety features to it, uh, fully articulated as opposed to two bladed. Um, it's been crash test rated 2,000 feet a minute. The seats sit on a on rails um, that will take an impact up to 2,000 feet a minute. Um, I mentioned earlier, which I, which is an important one, which I kind of forget about. Actually, when the rotors rotors decay, they become more efficient, as opposed to the Robinson RE22. I'm not picking on the Robinsons. I like the Robinsons. You just got to respect the Robinsons. This one's got a little bit of fudge factor in there. If you do let your rotor decay for whatever reason, say the governor quit or something, you're manually running the throttle and you let it decay, it actually becomes more efficient as it decays to a point. Um, uh, governor, as I mentioned, auto carb heat, it is carbureted engine, but we have an auto carb heat. So no more of, hey, when we reduce power, we're adding, you know, adding a carb heat. We don't have to worry about that. The system does it for us. Um, just a, it's a good aircraft. It's, they've tried to take out gra ground resonance by the way they mounted the skids to it. Um, you shouldn't really get into ground resonance. I'm not going to say that you can't. Um, but they've done what they can to completely or try to completely sure. eliminate it. Um, what else? What else you got? What for about auto rotations coming from? I did all my ratings in R22, then taught for years in the Instrum. So to me, that's one extreme to the other on the way the R22 drops to the way the Instrum drops. So you're going from semi rigid small system to high inertia, fully articulated. How's that going to feel to me coming from between the R22 and the Instrum? How's this going to feel during the auto? So if you remember back when the R22, because of those light blades and because they can speed up fast and slow down fast, remember there was only a small sliver there that you had to keep that road arm premium in there. And it was kind of, you know, new guys trying to teach that. You remember sure. it was it was hard to, uh, you know, check the collective, down collective, check it again, you know, keeping it there. Um, then you go over to the Instrum and you had a little bit more play in there, um, but because of the fully articulated system, um, you know, the blades didn't slow down or speed up as much. So there wasn't really, it was kind of a non-event, right? Well, this one's even less of a non-event, if that's such a thing. You'll be surprised. So I have, when you look at our RPM gauge, um, our TAC, we have from the 12 o'clock position to the 6 o'clock position, we have that whole arc there that the blade, that the rotors can be wow. in. Um, now we try to, you know, when you enter it, so we have learned or we've, we're taught lately, um, that we're not going to roll off throttle when we enter the auto. We're just going to lower that collective, put it to the floor. The needles are going to split. Um, the engine needle will stay where it needs to be. The RPM or the rotor uh, needle will come up, but it stays well within limits. Nice. They have told us that you cannot overspeed this rotor system. Cannot overspeed it. And if you do, it's, it's designed to take 10 times as what you can put it through. So I think that's going to be one of the biggest things when you actually do the auto it's it's a complete non-event. Um, so there is no remember back in the day where oh we got to roll on throttle right. as we're pushing the nose forward, raising and collective, yes. and then you got to stay on top of the pedals and make sure there's not that you know, that wig wag going on at the bottom. You'll see today that very simple, very simple. Nice. So you're gonna like it.
All right, let's go fly it. Let's do it. All right, you want the aircraft? Sure, just talk me through it. All right, talk me through it. All right, so what you're going to do is roll throttle on, roll it away from you. The governor is going to kick in at 400. And remember, just like in the Robinson, you can feel that governor work it. You can overpower it just by holding on to it, like having a death grip or whatever. And it really goes to town. Yep, once it grabs it, goes. it goes. So it should stabilize right around the 530 area, somewhere right there. All right, so for pickup, to start the pickup, here's where your pedal is going to start. Coming on your right pedal. That is so awkward. All right, right there is where you want to start for right pedal. Okay. Little bit of right cyclic, little a little ass cyclic, kind of like a four cylinder okay. or a four banger coming back on that fourth gear. All right. Now, don't have a death grip on that throttle because that way that way you won't okay. override the governor. So what I do is I usually take these two fingers or these three and put it kind of on that silver part behind it and just let that governor work in between. Okay. All right. So your aircraft. Just, you know, do the two-step process, do your normal thing, pick it up, start getting light on the skids. Probably in today, it's probably going to be right around 60 or so, 65, and probably going to get light. I can feel that governor working. Yep. Yep, so just don't override it by having a depth grip or anything.
explain everything you teach about the last six to eight inches, all that. The skids can take a lot of forward, they just can't take side to side. There you go, nice. Wow, that is truly humbling. Holy shit. Yeah. That's where the accidents happen because they just haven't. Now, can you imagine oh, coming in from an auto? All that power that you got to pull in at the very end to come to a power recovery, all that right pedal coming in. Wow, a person's definitely got to get some dual training before you go jump yeah. in. If you haven't flown this aircraft and you haven't flown. All right, so if you want to pick her up again, so remember. Wow. A little bit so right pedal, right pedal, right pedal, a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more right there. So kind of get that sight picture of where it is there. So if you on mine, it's pretty easy because the back of the left pedal is lined up with the front of the right. That's where I always start. Gotcha. All right, and just a little bit of right cyclic, a little bit of ass. So just kind of hold there, and as she gets the light, then you can adjust. So bring it on up when you're ready. And that collector's really heavy when you yep. start pulling it. Yep. But what's nice about it, though, is once you're in cruise flight, it, it'll it just stay stays. There. Yep. That'd be nice. Governor, just a little bit. Okay. There you My go. Back a little. Yep. There you go. There you go. Nice. And I can tell you, that definitely felt like freaking student all over again. Man. And nothing against students, I'm saying. Yeah. I feel for you when I see you. After well, you can you imagine? for a while, you forget well, yeah, what it was you, like. You know, the guys that just are just training in this don't know any better, but guys that I transition from the instrument to this, or a guy like me who, who switches back and forth, yeah, it's a it's a different feeling. Wow. So if you want, let's see if we let's make some pedal turns. Why don't you give me a 360 right pedal turn? So in this aircraft, clockwise rotation, the right pedal is your power pedal. Is your tail clear left? Tail is clear on my side. So your right pedal is your power pedal. So let that governor do its thing. It should be working it as you make that right pedal input. And remember, so winds from the left side we're not worried about. Gotcha. Winds from the right and your tailwind. Definitely a lot of thought process there, thought process, and for somebody especially like me, that's been thinking about it one right. way all these years. Yep. There you go, nice. Oh, that's better, okay. And now, so now let's do the left pedal. Now remember, right. the aircraft already wants to spin that way, so it's more of just releasing that right pedal pressure. Okay, tell clitter right. Now you're facing that, that tailwind, that right crosswind into tailwind. When we first picked up, I almost said, take it back, I don't want to fly it, I'm chicken. This takes a little bit of use to get, get used to. Getting better. All right, so give me a little bit of a right pedal. I'll tell you what. Well, let's uh, let's make a 90 degree right pedal turn. Tail's clear on my side. I want you to hover up to that taxi light, that taxiway light right up there. Okay. And we're gonna do hover around a point. 
I just want you to maintain the same distance from the taxiway light, maintain the same altitude, and let's hover, let's go around it to the right. How close you want to get? Eh, whatever you feel comfortable with. There shouldn't be anything over there. Okay. So this will work. Kind of, yeah. You know, and I found myself right off the bat, first thing I was looking at the ground today. And after about three or four minutes, I'm going to go, look outside, yeah, look at the freaking ground. Yeah, people want to look between their toes. Nope, look outside, look at this, that tree line out there. That could be worse. Yeah, <laughs> so you want to go around to the left sure. or you want to go fly? Yeah, now, well... Yeah, I'll go around the left, what the hell. Right. Might as well struggle. And you're right, I get it now. That is a ton of right puddle. Uh-huh. Freaking ton. And you'll see how, so what we'll do is after this one, we'll hover taxi up to the intersection. We'll take off on one three here. And you'll see how that disappears as you start to get into ETL. You know, and I got a freaking death grip going on. And I keep telling myself, right, to go loosen up. Yep. Just like oh, a air jack approaching a three one approaching a one three. <laughs> Alright, got people on the runway there, we're clear of that. I'm fighting myself on them pedals too. I'm pushing really hard and right and it's like, well, let up on the freaking other one. <laughs> you know, it's funny because you know, jumping in like the BK or the EC one thirty five or anything else. I know, oh, everything I transitioned to real easy. This is yeah. the first thing that I've flown that well, I... Well, when was the last time you flew? Has it been a while since you actually flown, no? Yeah. And where you weren't, like, riding long. Uh, yeah, when I wanted to take the instrument. It's, not, so. it's <laughs> not like a Robinson profile, but it's not exactly like the instrument profile. It's kind of in between. Okay. So we're just going to kind of... So again, just like you taught me, Man, how, how things have changed. Just like Tommy, don't you've got your hover power. Don't add any collections. Just start bumping that cyclic forward. Maintain runway heading with the pedals and looking for that ETL. Once ETL, until you start to climb, then the, then the pedals start to come back neutral. There you go, and you're looking for 50 on climb out. Smithfield traffic, copter three, show tell departing one three. We uh, turn out to the north. A little bit of left push. There you go. Well, having the door open is cool, but the whole time that makes you feel uneasy, like, yeah. oh, man, the door's open. Oh, yeah, I left it open. Yeah, and it'll be fine. So just like sometimes those strings do work themselves off, so the door will pop open, but you just got to remind yourself, fly the aircraft first. Don't panic. You know, when you can, get stabilized and reach over there. Or if you're flying with somebody, I'll take the control so you can mess with the door, whatever. So All trim right. works the same way that, no? You go so, so the trim string is just like the Robinson, it's opposite. You gotta go, if the trim is off to the right for the string, you gotta push the left, left pedal. pedal. And here you do have a ball right here. Gotcha. So you can use that. So yeah, it's opposite on okay, what makes nice all digital. So we got 14 and a quarter gallons of fuel left. And right now, according to this, if we kept this power setting, we have an hour and 24 minutes of fuel on board. Wow. different sound that you're hearing is just because of the different, with the doors open. Ah, I was wondering what that was. Yeah. It's just picking up part of that, part of that tail rotor sound and because of the way the doors are adjusted, it's making a weird sound. If you want, let's head kind of, uh, let's head northwest and once you climb to about 1800 or so and we'll, we'll turn around and we'll do an out of ground effect over. 
over one of those open fields out there. And again, the hovering, whether we're five feet off the ground or a thousand feet off the ground, it's going to take a lot of that pedal. And you're actually climbing a little bit. There you go, looking for that, looking for that string to go dead. Pretty darn close.
that uh, upgrade. That'd be kind of a pain to beat this. Well, yeah, you're in no. northern Indiana. Well, I mean, we're gonna be, we're gonna have to fly in falling yeah. sand. And obviously, all aircraft, you know, no, nothing in the known icy conditions and all that. So, so tell me, because this is a completely different sight picture for me. What is a, what do you think is a normal kind approach of, angle? Yep, kind of right here. Just kind of put that number kind of right. Rest so I'm pretty, still, I'm pretty low yet for a normal. I'd rest it right on top of that compass. All right. Yep, and see how this aircraft will get slow, but it, it can get slow. But without you even realizing, you'll get slow. Yeah. That's one of the wow, this is the most I've struggled on an approach in I don't know how many years. <laughs> this is the ugliest approach I've flown. Well, you got a pretty God. good right crosswind, so we got it. We're taking a right uh, crosswind right now. I'm not sure if this video is going to make it on YouTube or not. <laughs> yeah, but no, you got to show the, you know. I'll, hey. be, I'll be honest and show them oh, hey, yeah. how much I struggled. So now get ready when, when that, you know, when you start to raise that power to come to that stabilized hover, that's when that pedal's going to come in. Bunch your right pedal. That is weird. Well, quit bitching about it, just push it, right? There you go, yeah. Alright, so you want to set it down for a second? Do another pickup or you want to do? Uh, sure. <laughs> Just put it right in the wind. I'm gonna and cheat. Set it down. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. In the wind. Missile traffic, Captain Three Sheriff, on the approach in one three. Have a new So, how many helicopter instructors besides yourself work here? Uh, just one. Just one. Yeah, we got a part-time guy that helps out. Every time you look there at the ground, you, you screw nice. yourself. Nice, but you got a nice soft touch there. That's what you're just slowly looking. You know, I wish I could try to put that into words. It's, you know, I have tried. There's a couple yeah. of guys, you know, that are, they're still trying to figure out that cushion and trying yeah. to figure out the nice soft landing and all that. What's funny, when we first started, when you go, well, it's just like you always say. Yeah. You know, you're telling me to listen to myself. <laughs> and so I'm going through in my mind, what do I, what do I teach? Yeah. yeah. So I'm telling myself the, the same thing. The last six, eight inches, you just got to let the aircraft settle. Remember, let it settle. Because if you take your hand off the collective, remember, the aircraft will come back up. Yeah. And then it'll come back down. Just once it starts to settle, that's when I tell them, it's like, push it down. Let it come down. Once it stops on its own, now push a little bit more. Just kind of, you got to push through that last six to eight inches of air cushion. All right, when you're ready, pick her up. All right, a little bit of right pedal. Get that right pedal in there a little bit more. Right there, a little bit of right cyclic. If you always start right that, right there, then you can adjust. There you go. There we go. I like that. Better than the first one. do a quick stop okay all right so and remember this one when we enter it it's down collective left pedal half cyclic and then when you go to recover it's up collective right pedal so just kind of do one there by the intersection or so where we can count it down we'll count it down so three two one I get it. I get what you explained before we went out about it just 
takes a lot of right pedal and you got to be willing to push it. Yeah. You just got to be against the grain of what we're used to. Yep. You got to really push that thing in there. All right, let's do another one. So it's kind of push it forward. So this wouldn't have been a big deal for him. Nope. Yes, Jesus is. Christ. So it's right on top of the one. There we go. Yeah. I guess my brain's working against my... Uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. Muscle memory is one thing, and then your brain's trying to uh, overcome your muscle memory. Yep. So, let's do a max performance, and then we'll go around the pattern. Okay. So, what we can do, yeah, just put us right in the wind. So, we can pull into this yellow for five minutes. And it, okay. and it does, after one minute, it starts counting down for us. Okay. So, just lower the collective a little bit. Get us into that air cushion. We can be in this yellow for five minutes as long as we're under 30. Everything's looking good, right? Yep, yep, yep. All right, so just slowly start to raise. A little bit of right pedal as you do it. There you go. Keep coming up with it. There you go. Official traffic copter three show tells departing one three right traffic cliff. There you go, once you clear your obstacle, then you just push it forward. Wow. Yeah, so that even does it for us too. So once we're in that yellow, we don't even have to keep track of the time because it'll do it for us. Wow. I'm over the collective, I am not going to roll off throttle. Yeah, I'm just going to watch. And you'll see that needle will raise, but I have that full arc there. All right, everything's looking good. Push forward. A little bit of left pedal. Get that left pedal in there. There you go. 
I just hold this. Looking good. Needles are split. Hold. Hold. Okay, here comes tree top levels. Start to flare. A little bit of a flare, a little bit more aggressive. And up and right pedal. There you go. Wow. There you gotta so be ready for that. There's the right wow. pedal. There's wow. where people have. Let's go ahead and taxi down so we can get past that airplane. Okay. That's where you would wreck it. Yep. That's where you come in. Wow. That is such a huge change from left to right. Yep. Wow. I was not even prepared. Even if you were trying to tell me to be prepared, I was yep. not prepared. Still traffic cap the three Sheratels on the go. One, three. Wow. I can see somebody go out and wreck one of these, don't you? That, oh, I'm a helicopter pilot. I can fly it yep. and then go out and wreck it. All right, go ahead and make your left turn. Yeah. Central traffic cop the three Sheratels on the left downwind from one to three. Oh, yeah, that's the thing. Is that's I mean, that's the biggest thing. I mean, obviously, the guys that don't know any better don't know any better. You know, like people that are starting off brand new in this. But a sure. guy like us, they've got experience in different in different ones and mainly trained in counterclockwise and come to this. It's, it's crazy. Oh, yeah. Difference. I can see it completely get bitten in the ass. Five, six, four, Charlie Alpha. Because of overconfidence. Runway one, three. Yeah. Oh, I'm already, I'm a Smith. I'm a 20-year pilot. I know how to fly. You know, I was very comfortable in getting in one, you know, very comfortable getting into the, uh, going from the Instrum to the Schweitzer to uh, the Brantley to whatever else I flew that was counterclockwise. You know, I was very comfortable no matter really what it was. But yeah. when I got into, I mean, I had experience from the 120 into this. So I was kind of prepared for it, but yet you're just, you're not always prepared for that, you know, that all, all that pedal and foot. Yeah. If you just want to continue out. All right, so just remember when we lower collective, just lower collective, left pedal, just the hair of aft cycling. So in three, two, one, down, left, aft. There you go, get that scan going. Good. A little bit of left pedal. Keep you in trim. Needles are split, looking good, just hold it. There you go, looking good, just hold this. Here comes treetop level, a little bit of a flare. As you continue to come down, a little bit more, a little bit more. Now start pushing up, push forward. Oh, bring it up, there you go, right pedal. Let that gunner do its work. It's not so bad when you're prepared, like you know, it's like, okay, I gotta push a bunch of friggin' pedals. And we are back, and I have got to say, that was really cool, and Chris explained all those things beforehand, let me mention to you guys in the video, but I'm going to be honest, I was humbled. I was humbled. I felt exactly like a student. Well, if you watched the, this part of the video, you've, you've seen and heard part of it in the <laughs> aircraft if the audio, audio came out good, but at least now I can carry on a conversation with people when you're someone like me who's only flown counterclockwise and you're getting into a clockwise, it definitely there's some getting used to. And then this is the only model I've flown, so I can't speak on any other one, which you can because you transitioned to some other clockwise before getting into the gimbal. Give us a little on that, how the gimbal might be different than what they're used to as far as transitioning to other clockwise, if that makes sense. Okay. I'm trying to think if I've got any other clockwise. Uh, well, my first encounter of clockwise rotating was uh, an EC-120, which 
ironically we have sitting behind us here. And you're um, checked out in one of those now. Correct. I've got several hours in the 120, and for the charter business for our sister company, Sweet Helicopters, I fly the 130, which is obviously the bigger version of that, which is also um, clockwise. Um, but for anybody who wants to get into maybe flying tours that uses the 130 or the 120, you know, out in uh, Vegas or Hawaii or something, the gimbal is the baby 120. I mean, it is exactly the pedal inputs are exactly the same. Um, it's a great transition. And having the 120 time and going into the gimbal, I was already prepared for the pedal inputs and all that. Um, but I, now I think you probably um, can understand or appreciate talking about the right pedal and what it takes. And you even mentioned out there, he's like, I could totally see someone needing you know, five, eight hours of, tra of transition time going from counterclockwise to clockwise, just especially with the Finistron, because I know there's other systems out there that are clockwise that don't use the Finistron. But um, you can see, I mean, you, I, I'm sure you were sitting there thinking in your head, okay, left pedal, right pedal, left pedal, right, okay, adding, you know, because I, I still do it going back from different, uh, back and forth from different aircraft. But, um, you know, I think you can appreciate now what, uh, what it takes and and uh you know a person that's transitioning from the counterclockwise to clockwise what it entails but overall let me ask you what'd you think i liked it. it it is a cool helicopter and i get now why people like it i really do and i will definitely probably in the future get some more time in one just just for fun just to get more comfortable in it i'm not, i don't think i'm going to rush out and try to become a instructor in one, but I wouldn't mind flying a couple more hours just to see how much I could improve after having one hour today. And I did feel better by the end of the flight. Yeah. I was going to ask you what, from your first pickup, like what were you I was going to give the, I was going to give the controls back. <laughs> in that first couple of minutes, I was like, I can't, this is, this is, I haven't felt that close to being a student since I was a student. Yeah. And the other, we were talking while we were flying, I've transitioned to lots of other aircraft this was the most humbling for me personally to get in to that counterclockwise and i don't know how much it's not as would you say it's as dramatic in like the 120 or the 130. What, what, uh, that, that change when you the amount of right pedal it takes like in an auto versus yeah, between the gimbal and those those are going to be pretty much similar very similar okay very similar but you know um you know, I, as you mentioned, and as everybody knows, I did all my private commercial uh, CFI with you in the Instrum. And then w one of my very first uh, hours of turbine time was in a 120. So going from all that knowledge of counterclockwise and pedal inputs and then jumping into a 120, um, it was, it's, it, it's quite the difference. That's yeah. why I'm saying, you know, this is, uh, you know, it's, it's the same designer. The same developer sure. of the 120 is the guy yeah, who developed sense. the gimbal. Actually, his last name is Gimbal. Um, so anybody that's looking to fly one of these, I mean, man, go out and get some time in, in these gimbals. I mean, they're they're starting to make their way over here to the U.S. When I went through the school back in April, there was, you know, 30 to 35 of them in the U.S. And here, here we are three or four months later. I, I'm assuming that there's got to be at least 40 now around the U.S., uh, you know, and if you're a guy that's just building time or wants to get experience, find one, go fly one, see what it's all about. But yeah, um, what about the rotor RPM and the and the autos? What do you think about that? 
the auto was you were right what you explained to me the way it was going to be non-event i mean seemed very easy to control it was weird just being a different aircraft but pretty uneventful other than man that change at the end going from left pedal as you're in the glide and then recovering with that right pedal at the end i can see why that's why they get wrecked i could mm -hmm. see that happening if you weren't prepared i totally see that as the spot and that's why we i we discussed about a person needs to get some time with an instructor. Don't just be like, oh, I've been flying 20 years. I can jump in this and fly it. Anybody who wants to transition to it, if you're used to counterclockwise, you need some duel before you take the thing out and fly it on your own. If I tried doing that, I'd erect it. I, I couldn't went out and done that without instruction. So whoever you are, whether you need, and I can't say whether you need an hour or three hours or five hours, every person could be different, but any one person wanting to transition, mandatory some training from an instructor. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, well, I think I'm gonna head out here shortly. Thanks again, Chris, this no was problem. fun. And it, it was, was fun, fun. It well, was, flying together. It is reminiscing because <laughs> it takes me back, back to being a student. And then I'm struggling to try to fly it. And he's telling me, well, just like you always say, so I'm flying, I'm struggling, and Hauser's telling me, well, remember how you always say it. And then I'm, I'm in my mind, I'm trying to not have the death grip. I'm trying to talk through the pickup and set down. And I was struggling, just like anybody. Very, very interesting. It was cool, though. It was fun. It was very fun. We'll do it again. All right. Subscribe. Click the bell. Comment below. Peace out.